Hey, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So, first off, something I'm obsessed with this week is this movie Bright Lights. Okay, Barnaby, I'm away, and so if you hear anything in the background, that would be my dog trying to make essentially a nest out of blankets. Um, anyway, I was on a plane recently and I watched Bright Lights, which I'd been meaning to watch for a while, which is the documentary made about Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, and it came out right after both of their deaths, and it was just really, really something that I loved. I didn't know much about either of them. I knew more about Carrie Fisher than Debbie Reynolds, which is funny because I was essentially, like, raised on movie musicals from the 40s when it came to my grandmother but I really didn't know much about the two of them or their relationship and after watching it I really felt like I knew both of them it shows childhood childhood home movies and photos and interviews with them a lot and shows their relationship with each other and their homes and they talk about their families and or rather their family because they were mother and daughter and their histories in just this very kind of, on the one hand, serious, but on the other hand, kind of lighthearted way, which I think they have to be lighthearted because their lives haven't always been easy, to say the least. So I really just thought it was an amazing movie and just so interesting, and it made you feel really close to them and really made me curious about like all the different aspects of their lives and the way that they're perception in the public eye has changed so much and their perception of being in the public eye so I would definitely recommend that there are a lot of clips of like Debbie Reynolds old movies and footage of her singing relatively recently in Vegas as like in as one of her last performances maybe her last performance I would just really recommend it it's a great movie it's called Bright Lights and now something else I'm obsessed with is a singer and her name is Jin Wigmore Jin like the drink Wigmore like a hair, and then more. She's got this kind of gravelly, Amy Winehouse-y voice. Her style is kind of reminiscent of Amy Winehouse. She's just very, like, kind of soulful-sounding. She's young, and she's got just this really powerful voice. If you like Amy Winehouse, you will like her. She has a song called Written in the Water, which I really like, or one called Don't Stop, which reminds me of another song, but I can't figure out what it is. But it's just really, she's really entertaining to listen to. She kind of makes me feel like perked up or like amped up and ready to go. So I would fully, fully recommend that. And now something else I'm obsessed with, which is the friendship between two hilarious comedians, Jessica St. Clair and Lennon Parham. They're two women who are best friends, like best, best friends, And I've known about them for quite a while because I listen to the podcast Comedy Bang Bang and they're on often as their characters, um, Marissa Wampler and Miss Listler, just both wacky characters. They had their own podcast for a while about those characters. They had a show a while back that only ran for six episodes, I think, called uh, Best Friends Forever. And now they have one called Playing House, which is also about two best friends. Um, They're both just such like they know each other so so well and you can tell it they do everything together professionally and like personally 
They're just so close, and they recently went on one of my favorite podcasts, Pop Culture Happy Hour, and did an interview, and a lot of it was about Jessica St. Clair's experience recently with breast cancer and how they kind of had to become closer and had to figure each other out more through that. And both of them, like, have their own lives with their families and their work, but they really spend so much time together, and it's just kind of a unique friendship where listening to them perform and listening to them, they do a lot of improv together, listening to them talk about their work and talk about just each other. You can really tell how much they love each other, so I would really recommend that interview on Pop Culture Happy Hour with Linda Holmes. They just... Over the years that I've listened to them, you can really tell how they know how to play off of each other. They know each other's styles, like, improvisationally. They were also on a podcast called Improv for Humans with Matt Besser a while back. I remember listening to it. And in between scenes, they would just have this kind of rapport that you know doesn't come from people who don't know each other. Just the jokes they make, you can tell they know how the other one's going to react. And I just really, really loved that. So I would really recommend basically anything they do. I like Playing House a lot, um, and they're just an amazing example of, like, two adults who are just really good friends with each other and, like, know each other better than anyone. And now something that I've been thinking about a lot, which is Facebook, which I've talked about many times. But as I'm getting closer and closer to college, a lot of us are realizing how much of a necessity it is. We don't really think about like, oh, is it fun? Do I enjoy it? Sometimes my mom will be like, so do you know, do you guys like it? And I'm like, I don't even know if I like it. I just know that I need it. Because now that we're going into meeting so many new people, and especially I personally haven't, but a lot of my friends are finding out who their roommates are. Some people get to choose their roommates. Some people, it's just a random thing based off of a survey you take. But either way, a lot of figuring out who you're going to be living with next year is determined by what they post on Facebook or Instagram. And whether that's fair or not, we've had a lot of talks about that. Just growing up at my school, we've had a lot of talks about, like, don't judge someone, watch what you post, though, because people might judge you, and, you know, just be wary. But now it's really kind of coming to show that, like, we do make a lot of assumptions just without even realizing it even like it's hard to explain what one photo means and how you would be able to say well I think that they're going to be like this because they posted this but that's really kind of what it's like and I don't really know like if I can go into whether that's a positive or a negative right now but it's just something that I've been noticing a lot and realizing that like even within the same country or even within the same state maybe like something that someone posts what I would think of that versus what someone somewhere else would think of that is really different. Like, if someone posts a photo of themselves somewhere with, like, a long quote and then says, like, editing credits to someone and a ton of hearts or whatever, you know, maybe I would be like, wow, that's really cliche or that's kind of basic, but someone else, like, in a different city or town or whatever would be like, oh, that's cool and that's normal just because it's something that not many people I know do doesn't mean that they're going to be the same kind of person for me. I, I don't know if that's gibberish or not, but basically I mean standards are clearly different everywhere and that's something that I'm really coming to see as I look through more and more people's future roommates, future classmates, my own. It's just something that 
I kind of feel like I have to keep in the back of my mind because there are people that we're analyzing from really, really far away and their collection of things that they post, it's not supposed to say a lot about you, but it kind of does. And whether that's true or not isn't even relevant because it's just what people are going to think in a lot of ways, especially like 18 year olds who are nervous about where the people they're going to meet and who's going to be their friend right away. It's just something that we're all kind of studying right now and going into the details of it is almost hard and you can't explain why you get a gut feeling about someone. You know, why do I think this person is cool? Why do I think this person is uptight or lame or creepy or whatever? It's hard to explain the details and it's hard to break it down, but you do get a sense and it's just something that I never really had to think about like, well, how am I coming across? Everyone I'm friends with on Facebook is someone who already knows me probably so it doesn't really matter but now it's kind of making me wonder like what do I look like online and what are they gonna think of me if they're not from where I'm from if they are from where I'm from what are what traits are they gonna assume because sometimes looking at someone's future roommate you'll be like analyzing things that don't necessarily seem like they'd be related to each other like oh they took a bunch of this kind of posed photo so they'll probably want to be in this specific sorority I'm kind of taking the long way around this because I can't really say for sure like what things mean because I haven't had to meet a million new people all at once after seeing them online. I'm trying not to stalk too many people because I really don't know like I've never been in this kind of new environment before so I can't really make a call. All I have is to is like my own personal references like this person looks cool online, they're cool in real life. This person looks cool online, they're not cool in real life. So it's kind of just always a mixed bag and it's just going to be really interesting to see how much weight that holds. Looking at people who have graduated from Dalton already and seeing how their online presence has changed since they leave Dalton is another thing, you know, like, or since they leave the city, since they go anywhere in the country or in the world, just seeing what people change into and how they become more diverse like just in their presence what they're willing to post what they post what they say how kind of radical are they online how much do they care what people think of them and what like what new kinds of people do they become friends with is just something that we've grown up looking at but now it's becoming very real and I'm wondering how like how I'm gonna change which even just in an online presence which is such a like minor minor thing or should be it's going to be interesting to see you know I don't really post that much because I just kind of don't care about it but will I care more when I feel like I've got people to meet and places to be and I want to impress people what's going to change about me you know so I don't know just things to think about that I've been interested in lately and I'll update you once I'm actually at school and people that I may or may not have been stalking are actually sitting there next to me in real life. Are the people who took a million prom photos and edited them, are they what I think they'll be, you know? Are the people who have a lot of quotes the way I think they'll be, are the people who don't post at all but like a lot of things, is that a thing that matters at all? Because it really couldn't. There are like so many options and it's really just what you're used to. If you're used to places where people's behavior online is one way, that's how you're going to be and so it's going to mean something about you that maybe it won't mean to me. So that's all for this week and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then.